0: Welcome Welcome to Mommy Full of Grace with with our wives, Darcy and Nancy.
1: Welcome to Mommy Full of Grace. Nancy and and Darcy are here. We're doing things a little bit differently tonight.
0: We are. We are. We're not Skyping. We're Google Hanging Out thing. Yes.
1: So Darcy's at home in bed. I'm sitting at my desk in my house. We're on opposite ends of Orlando, but we're also right here on this podcast
0: together. Yeah, it's beautiful. Technology am oh, so, so emotional cool. just thinking about it. I know. It's almost like you're here with me. You're always in my heart, Nancy. <laughs> Uh, I wish y'all could see okay, our faces. Clear. I know we are like video chatting right now, <laughs> but like the lovely listeners can't see that. can see for the reason because I'm wearing lipstick and you're not. Right.
1: Well, you're also not wearing pants,
0: so they can't see that. I can't see true. if you're wearing pants or not.
1: No, I'm wearing a dress.
0: See, so you're not wearing either?
1: (laughs) Jake from State Farm, what are you wearing? I know, right? Khakis. I love that commercial.
0: (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yikes. Well, we do have, Mm -hmm. like, a motive for Mm -hmm. today's podcast. But we've got some funny stories to share first. We do. You go first.
1: The other day I was reading bedtime stories to Madeline and she has this picture book Bible and on one of the pages is the story about King David becomes king. And the whole city is celebrating by singing and dancing. So we finished reading the page and I said, Madeline, how do we celebrate? And she said, (laughs) we eat and we sing, and we dance, and we go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nancy, that girl, has her priorities straight. She does.
1: I mean, chicken nuggets and an indoor playground with air conditioning. What could be better?
0: <laughs> and, and what did I tell you when you texted me that? I'm like, you're doing something right. Yes. Like a smart girl. Yes. Gosh. That's, Yeah. I'm sure if King David were here today, he would celebrate with Chicago. Yes. That's perfect.
1: Clearly the best choice.
0: She's a trip. Did you guys like dress up as cows? You usually do that for like cow appreciation. I know,
1: you know what? We missed it this year. I don't know what we were doing though. I don't remember. But you always do it. And I always get like a picture
0: of you and your family.
1: Like, and Darcy's says my family, like my whole family. Yeah. My parents, sometimes my grandmother. Yeah. It's it's the whole the whole family. But exactly. we, we didn't do it this year.
0: And usually Joseph is wearing the least amount of cow items. Yes. He is, typically. And everybody else is like all in it and decked out. Yes.
1: Um and
0: he's like I'll wear a headband that has cow ears.
1: And he wears it, like, long enough to get his free meal, and
0: then it comes (laughs) off. (laughs) Oh, well, that's funny. We, um, gosh, we were, well, we were thinking of, you know, what's funny. What's funny in my life now, my goodness, well, uh, Zeke turned a year old, and, my goodness! I just want to stop time. It's crazy. Um, He—he's starting to become. I shouldn't say starting. He is aware that he has a penis, mm. and he, when I change him or when either of us change him, he'll like reach his hand down there and like touch it, and then he'll look at you and giggle, <laughs> and so it's like. And I can't look at him. I can't laugh, because that just encourages him. Right. right? These are
1: things I've not had to deal with, Darcy. <laughs> right. You did. Yeah. No, I know.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, come over and change Zeke's diaper, because mm-hmm. it's hilarious. But yeah, yeah, he, uh, he does that, and he thinks it's funny. Uh, he also thinks it's funny to, like, pull the white off of his penis, Mm-hmm. Which I guess I need to be calling it a penis now and not like a wee wee. Yeah. Like, it, isn't, isn't that like an important thing to use the real words?
1: I did read that somewhere. We use real words too. I don't
0: know. Yeah? Yeah. You don't call it like her flower? No. No? Okay. No. <laughs> I would not
1: want her to confuse it with, like, the rose
0: bushes outside of her classroom. <laughs> I have to go water the flowers. <laughs> I know, that like, you know, wee-wee is, what you cannot mistake wee-wee for something else. Right.
1: Unless you're in France. Right. Well, we're not, so
0: <laughs> you could call them whatever you want. That's true. And you know what? That is the basis of this podcast. We are all just doing the best we can, making the best decisions. So if I decide that Zeke will call his anatomy a wee-wee instead of a penis, then there, there you are. go. There you are. Although, <laughs> it would be funny if once he starts like talking, for him to use some real words and people look at him like, What?
1: That would yeah. be funny. I think I said something like we only talk about this with mommy and daddy. Right. Right. So that she does not do that, you know, like in Target.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a vagina. Can you imagine? No. She totally would do that.
1: She would though.
0: She would. Yeah. So yeah, we she have would this totally
1: do that. We, we don't talk about it in public. It's just a mommy and daddy thing.
0: Does that work for her? Is she like okay? Yeah, because Madeline's a rule follower. She is. Oh yeah. When oh when she doesn't think she's followed the rules, she flips out. She does. She does. Yeah. Yes. I think Zeke is gonna be one of those kids that's like, let me see how far I can get, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna smile, mm-hmm. so you think I'm cute. Yes. That's what I think is gonna happen. Yes. I'm doomed.
1: Because he is so cute.
0: I know. He's pulling himself up now. What a big boy. He's like pulling himself up on the couch, like standing up. And then he did it the other day after the bath. He, he, you know, we changed him. And, you know, he's in his pajamas. And he's all, like, ready for bed. And he crawls into the bathroom. And he, like, pulls himself up onto the edge of the tub. And then he, like, pivots and, like, takes, like, a little, like, a weird kind of step and, like, puts his hands on the toilet, which the seat was down, thank God. But, like, he, like, pivoted and, like, took a little mini step. It was, like, ugh. It was ridiculous. Yay, yeah, Zeke! Oh, gosh. Make it stop. I know. And I was FaceTiming with my mom, so Grandma got to see it, and she loved it. I'm sure. It's a cool moment. It is. Oh, gosh. It is. It is. It's good. It's good. But getting back to the point yes. is uh, we're doing the best we can, and um, I guess the topic for this podcast is something that we've been talking about for a while.
1: It is. We, when Darcy and I first started talking about doing the podcast, we made a list of potential topics, and this was On the list from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And to be honest, there's another podcast that I love and listen to all the time. And in kind of like March, I was listening to it. And the next one that played was all about how much they loved their stay-at-home moms. And by the end of the podcast I was like, Yeah, stay at home moms are great, but what about me? And I felt really angry and I don't think that they meant it that way. They were just talking right. about their experience. Right. So Right. But since that moment I just felt like it was really important to put something out there about how awesome it is to have a working mom. Right.
0: Because
1: we're
0: and really no, cool. when you when you listen to podcasts, and you read things, or you follow blogs, you want to feel a connection, you want it to be relevant mm-hmm. to your life, you want it to be you know, meaningful so I could I could see that, well it's funny because you asked like, oh what should be our next podcast, I'm like I think we should do Working Moms mm-hmm. but so of course the first thing I thought of was the movie Working Girl, out about a mom who works. But it's a good movie, anyways. I haven't seen it. You've never seen it? No. <gasps> That's right. Nancy needs a no. movie vacation. We do this
1: like once a month. That Darcy mentioned some movie that I've never seen. And it's basically every popular movie made before about 2005 <laughs> that I have not
0: seen. <laughs> you're okay. right. okay all right we should have planned something for your birthday to do that oh next time there's always next time <laughs> so working moms yes. um nancy and i are both working moms mm-hmm. which is just a coincidence
1: yeah
0: did your mom work or was she at home uh when i was born she did not no she didn't work and then i think i'm getting this right i I believe once I started kindergarten, she did um, like a half day working. Okay. I think she worked part time. So, like when I was at school, she was at work. Yes. And then I don't remember at what age or, you know, at when she started to work full time. Um, I don't remember. But then, pretty much, yeah, since then, since i was been in school, I've always known her, you know, to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't remember, I really don't remember any times where it was like, oh no, mom can't chaperone this, or mom can't come to this event because she has to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember any of that. It might have happened, just because, you know. Can't do everything. Right. But I don't not like it made, you know, some impression where it scarred me or anything. I don't mm. remember yeah. ever feeling like, you know, if anything, it was like, well, no, mommy can't go on all of the field trips with you because other mommies need to shop her own too, right. you know. Right. But um, yeah, I don't remember okay. feeling anything like, oh no, mom can't do this because she's working. So um that was definitely mm mm-hmm. you know um yeah that's that's what it was like
1: for me what about you my mom worked um she still does she worked um for a while she was working from home and then at some point she was working like half days at work and then she'd bring stuff home and do it in the evening um, like when we were doing our homework or after we'd gone to bed um so that she could kind of stay on track with whatever she needed to get done. Um, right. Yeah,
0: and
1: she still, I mean, she still works.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were, one of the things that you said when we were talking about, you know, what are we going to talk about tonight is um, what... Uh, why, like, why is this on our radar? and I think for you it's on your radar because of you know maybe some of the podcasts or things that you've heard or seen for me like you know i'm a new mom, and so I've been reading a lot of things, and you know I find that there's like so many um like um, you know mommy blogs or like Facebook mom groups and stuff mm-hmm. where you know people are talking like the questions that people ask or the the issues that people talk about. you can tell that. You know, a lot of moms stay home. Yeah. And a lot more than
1: I ever I realized. Yeah. Well maybe maybe I'm just more aware of it. hmm I th- I think that's absolutely it. I think I just didn't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, more friends or maybe not even friends, but like acquaintances, people that I know are st- you know, stay at home mm-hmm. moms. You know, or or you know, some people call it moms who work, work at home. You right. Know. Right. Um, yeah, it never it, for me like so. Just to get down to it, uh, it was never. It never became a question. Like I don't remember having that discussion with Anu. Like, all right, am I going to stay home? Um, I think it was always like, okay, well then, you know, we're making our adoption plan and we're talking about that process and everything. Well, let's look at daycare. It was mm-hmm. just the natural, you know. Um, step um, looking at you know my life now I enjoyed having that time with Zink when we first brought him home um, I think I went through a lot of natural things that you know every new mom does like you know I, I did resent <laughs> I did resent on him a couple times I was like oh well you get to leave mm-hmm. and he looked at me he's like well, do you want to cut your uh, maternity leave leave short? And I was like, no, 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 no. But I still want to be mad at you because you get to leave. (laughs) Um, And then I think I had a little bit of like, you know, missing him when I went to work, but I really, I I just, I didn't. You know, I don't sit at work and I'm not like, oh, I miss him. I wish I wasn't, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't feel that. Um I think part of the reason is I think that his daycare provider is really great. So I feel confident that he's getting, you know, what he needs there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so far he, he still knows who I am. So <laughs> that's good. I don't feel like he's forgetting <laughs> who I am.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, we were kind of in a similar position when we became pregnant with Madeline. It was never, the conversation of would I stay home never happened. It was always, okay, we need to go find daycare or preschool. She needs, you know, we need to find a way to make this work because I have to go to work. Um, And honestly, when I was going back to work, uh, when she was Three months old, not quite three months old. I really struggled going back. Uh, I was extremely emotional, and I can also say part of that may have been because I was pumping. So I would go to work, uh,
0: and then every
1: every two hours or so, I would have to leave and go, you know, to a different place um, at the office and be um, thinking about her and yeah. and doing that, and I was very emotional about it. Um, but I think as time has gone on, I'm, I'm much better with my emotional state, I guess, about working. Okay. Part of that's because she's older, and right. for, for a three-year-old to be in preschool is Totally normal. I you know, almost exactly. everybody sends their three-year-old to preschool. Right, right, She just also goes to aftercare. So, Right. Um, but she's got this great little group of friends, and when I go to pick her up at the end of the day, she's screaming, Mommy, Mommy! And running in off the playground, excited right. to see me. But then she also wants to go give every teacher that's there a hug and tell all of her friends bye-bye. And, you know, she, right. she loves going. She enjoys it.
0: Do you think... I just thought about this as you were talking. Do you think that because of both of our backgrounds as educators, we,
1: Mm.
0: um, that that has some kind of influence in our decision? Maybe not in our decision, but in our appreciation for the, like just the institution of daycare slash pre K kind of thing?
1: I think so. I mean, when I was teaching, I would have said to any parent, I love your child. I'm taking care of him or I'm taking care of her while they're here in my classroom. Uh And I do believe that my daughter's teachers feel that way about her. They're not sitting there biding their time playing on a cell phone or something until I get off work. I know that they're giving her hugs and high fives and playing and being creative and doing all sorts of great things and I know she's well taken
0: care of I think being a kindergarten teacher for so long that was definitely I think now that I think about it I see the benefit you know in daycare and in preschool Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that you know I'm saying that everybody has to put their child in daycare and preschool, you know, at three months old, but, um, you know, it was always important for Anbu and I that our child was, you know, well-adjusted and well-rounded and had good social skills and other um, people and, you know, that kind of, you know, that those kinds of things. So I think that... No, no, that's interesting. I was just thinking about that. I know we didn't talk mm-hmm. about that beforehand, but I was just yeah. wondering because that's something that we have in common. That's I think the other point. reason, too, is from a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and we asked it, some... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. We asked
1: some other moms for their kind of acting right. opinions about, about working, and kind of the thing that came up from a lot of them was um, that I love, you know, one mom that we talked to said, I love working and making money, but I also love my kids. I found a way to make money and be home with them. Um, another mom said, when I'm at home, I want to be at work, and when I'm at work, I want to be at home. I'm lucky enough, I love my job. I get to do what I want to do and get paid for it. Um And that person's a hairdresser. Um, But we talked to another mom who became a single mom at 17. She had to work.
0: There was no choice. Right. And I think... Right, there was no, yeah.
1: I think that whether your family has to have your income in order to put food on the table, or whether you're working because you need health insurance for your family, or because you want this feeling of accomplishing something. Um, I think finances are definitely an aspect of whether you stay home or go to work. But
0: they're not the only thing. Um, I think that sometimes too, uh, that the working mom model becomes a, well, (laughs) becomes a good model you know, for our children. Um, I think that some of the moms I had, so I had sent out an email, um, you know, just to some moms that I knew, and I think most of them either were working moms or like a combination of, you know, part time mm-hmm. slash stay at home. Um, And, uh, um, one mom, you know, I remember her saying that, uh, she just, she kept feeling really guilty because one of her kids got sick Mm -hmm. when she started to go back to work. And, um, you know, you can tell that that really, really affected her and financially, um, it would have been amazing for her to work, but through, uh, their faith in God, through the wonderful support system they had with their family. They were able to make it work where she did not work outside the home Mm -hmm. for a while, for a while. Um, And, you know, that just comes down to, again, like we were saying, that personal choice and you choose to make that sacrifice. You know, on the other hand, I know people who uh, uh, they work But uh, like you said, like they work from home Mm -hmm. or they do something where like uh, they can uh, like, oh, gosh, what is it? What does she do? I'm trying to think. She can like something like grade papers or go over insurance things and like when the kids are napping or, you know, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, And that's great. You know, if you can make that work, it just it really comes down to what works for you. (laughs) Actually, literally what works right. for you you know i i do like what i do i like being outside of the house um i think that it i think that it definitely makes um it makes our weekends we're very we're a lot more appreciative of our weekends together
1: absolutely Yeah. very appreciative
0: yeah i think that um know people were saying like oh well you know you could do this you could do that and i said you know like you know we both work during the week and we see zeke for you know hour and a half in the evenings by the time we pick him up and you know like if he's eating or you know bath time or you know whatever so you know at some point it's like well these weekends become treasured you know times and moments for us
1: they definitely yeah. do. Um, I mean, when someone asks me if I want to do something on the weekend that's not gonna involve Madeline, it's right. I have to think is is what I'm going to do worth leaving her when I only get these precious two days.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. No. I agree I agree Um, I like something that when we were talking about you mentioned like you know uh, how did we get to this point because you know I think you look back on history even like Mm -hmm. 10 years ago 20 years ago 30 years ago when you and I were just you know babes well I was still like a kid you were a baby 30 years ago but (laughs) um, you know I think I wonder, you know, if it's a generational thing as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be interesting to see. But then you were talking about going even further, like a hundred years ago, 150 years ago. Moms who did not necessarily leave their like home area. Right. But what did they do? They churned butter. They literally made food from scratch. They made clothes. They, you know, all of those things. And um, I think, obviously, that's a job, you know, but I think it goes beyond childcare.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, and part of the enormous advances we've made in technology, obviously, is what allows us to work outside the home. Right. Um, in a way that, you know, 100 years ago, those people couldn't have imagined. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, I can go to yeah, that's true. Target and pick up new clothes. I don't need to buy bolts of fabric or make fabric. Right. Um, I wouldn't right. even know I how don't to do need that.
0: To, I don't need to kill the chicken in my backyard in order to have dinner.
1: Right, right. Which yeah. even, I mean, if we talked about our grandparents, I mean, some of that they would have been involved in. You know, depending on where they lived at the time, um, that would have been common for them.
0: Right, so. right. Yeah. Well, overall, I know that, you know, just when you and I were talking about it, you did, you did, we did find a couple of things about, like, uh, um, what is it from the New York Times? Mother Mothering isn't, isn't a sacrifice.
1: Right. I loved this. Because that was a good one. I think so. I've been reading, um, I just am about halfway through the book of Genesis, and I was reading the story of Sarah, who, of course, waited until she was like 100 years old in order to have her child. And to her, motherhood was a privilege, it was this huge wow. privilege. She had waited so long to have right. and when she became a mother that was, I mean Isaac was her biggest treasure and to me motherhood is a privilege there are so many women out there that aren't getting this opportunity or can't have this opportunity and you and I get to be mommies
0: right yeah I like the, the the quote that you pulled out, and I'm going to mention the the, the second ha- the second part, of the bottom, the end of it. Okay. There are many mothers. There are many mothers who would not have chosen motherhood for financial or personal reasons. Still, by owning our roles as mothers and refusing the false accolades of martyrdom, to empower all women. And I love that. I think it just, it makes, it, it just makes, I don't know, it makes sense. Absolutely. It, it, it does not celebrate that, that, oh, it's a sacrifice. Yeah,
1: I mean, we're making, you have to make choices, and those involve trade-offs, but they're not necessarily, it's not necessarily a sacrifice. It's still an honor and a privilege to get to be a mom no matter what trade-offs I end up needing to make.
0: We, we did find a couple things about, you know, church teaching.
1: Mm-hmm. So one thing I found was from um, the 1965 Vatican Council, and what I got about that was, it says, parents are the ones who must create a family atmosphere animated by love and respect for God and man, in which the well rounded personal and social education of children is fostered. Um, I truly believe that that can happen whether mom stays home or mom goes to work. And it's absolutely up to you as the parent to decide. What's the best way for you to create that family atmosphere of love and respect for God and how you want to make it? How are you going to do that? And that decision should be guided by prayer um, and practicality. and What makes sense for you and for your family?
0: I think that kind of goes back to... Towards the beginning, when I was talking about how part of part of what makes it a little bit, you know, easy to bring the Z- to daycare is the um, the trust that we have in his daycare provider
1: mm-hmm. to help create that
0: atmosphere. That so, um, I don't think they're Catholic, but. I mean, she, the other day, it was funny, we were talking about nap time, and um, because she's able to, like, turn off all the lights in the mm-hmm. main room and make it really, really dark in there, and that's a trigger of nap time, and she says that, because we were talking about how we play white noise for him, mm-hmm. and that seemed, that helps. And she says that they have, um, she plays like C88.3, like the Christian station. Yeah. And she says that she can hear the kids like humming along <laughs> and like some of the older ones. Like That's so will cute. recognize. Because literally this station plays the same music like, every day. They do. The same, like the same 75 songs are played over and over again. And um, she says that like she can hear them like humming along. <laughs> and so I never really asked her. that wasn't something that we asked, like, you know, what religion are you, or, you know, do you guys practice, but then when she said that, I was like, huh, okay, you know, and and she's asked questions, you know, from us before, because, well, you know, we talked about like Good Friday, and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, picking him up early, because we needed to go to church, or uh, like she'll ask about you know I was telling her about my job like I picked I picked Zeke up early the other day because I knew people from work wanted to see him mm-hmm. and they were you know people were in town and so like I think that um, um, you know that was that was good good to know too yes um yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. I mean knowing that and Madeline's school is I think it's technically Anglican it's like Anglican right they are. Catholic yeah but they are they i mean knowing that her teachers are teaching her about god and about jesus Uh and they're going through the bible stories and Uh her actual teacher may not be catholic she might be actually her current teacher is episcopalian but i know that what she's teaching is god's love and about jesus and you know they have chapel once a week and and, that age, and, they're, and it's, they're
0: teaching about King David celebrating going to,
1: to play. play. <laughs>
0: so there we are. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's got her priorities straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and what did we say? We just said, like, really, we all want the same things for our kids. No matter what our decisions are in the parenting you know, decisions we make, we want them to know that they are loved and to show love to others.
1: Absolutely. That's what we're called to do as parents. That's our vocation.
0: You're right. That is our vocation. And that sounds like like we're coming to an end. It
1: does. So, housekeeping-wise, our lovely music is provided by Ben Sound
0: you kill me every time you want to say that. I know, I and I forgot to do it last find time. find us and be like, oh,
1: you owe us this money because you're using our music. That has happened on other podcasts. Oh also, I was watching uh, Fixer Upper a few weeks ago, and they played our music on Fixer Upper. Up. And I was no. like, Chip and Joanna Gaines and Darcy and Nancy <laughs> are on the same <laughs> playing field. And I was that so was-
0: excited. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say that their music was provided by So?
1: You know, I didn't watch the credits at the end of the episode,
0: uh-huh. so I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Chip and Joanna, <laughs> the FBI is going to come for you.
0: <laughs> See? They have good taste. They pro- well, actually, they probably had no idea about the music. It was probably probably not. like, sitting at home on his laptop. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You're probably right. Well, Mm -hmm. uh, check us out on Facebook, um, Mommy Mm -hmm. Full of Grace. Uh, If you want to email us, our email is mommygracepodcast at gmail.com. What else do we have? We have an Instagram, Mommy Full of Grace. Yes, follow us. I think that's it. I think that's it.
1: Should we pray? Let's pray. Hail Mary, full of
0: grace.